Welcome to another That's What They Said, a podcast where we question the questionable lyrics of your favorite songs. I'm Serena Morales with Scott Spinelli, and today we discuss Hall and Oates. I can't go for that. Scott, this was not my go-to Hall and Oates song. Nope. In case you were very curious, <laughs> wondering. Uh-huh. I think it's a banger. Like, it was on their album, Private Eyes, that came out in 1982. But, you know, it's not my go-to. Mm-mm. However... Very popular song in the 80s. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> That's a mistake. Uh, Scott, <laughs> right? I can't go for that. No can do. No can do. I will say right off the top with this song, what really pisses me off about it is... I don't like songs that have parentheticals in the title. Just make the song called <laughs> I Can't Go For That No Can Do. Why is it? Yeah. Co- why are you putting in parentheses? Like, you didn't mean to include it, but oops, there it is. It's like, no, no, no. Like, you know what? The number one one that did that for me was D'Angelo's Untitled. <laughs> you remember that song? Yes. Well, no, it's not. It's not Untitled. It's right, called. Right. It's like you're hiding like a secret yes. in the title of the song. Yes. Like, wait, wait. Should we? It's like an uncommittal. Yes. Just, I'll make the reservation. I might cancel. I'm not sure. But you print it. I can't go for that. No can do. No. The song. It's also very repetitive. Yes. We get it. You can't go for it. No can do. Who who says no can do either? That's another thing. I read that when researching this. They were saying uh, that was what uh, uh, Daryl Hall would say. That was like his phrase. It's like, no, it wasn't. He, when someone said, hey, um, you want to get Chinese food tonight? I can't go for that. No can do. He didn't say that. Nobody says that. Nobody talks like that. Or was this just the parentheses? <laughs> the one of them was like, you know what? Just toss it in. And they're like, are you sure? Put it in parentheses. You, sh- <laughs> you should have seen what this song was originally called. It was, I called, I can't go for that. No can do. And then after that, brackets, I'm pretty sure I can't. And then after that, another set of parentheses, because it would be redundant to have him back to back, that said, no, 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 on third thought, I definitely cannot go for that. Yeah, I definitely cannot go for that. No can do, no siri, Bob. No, 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 no. No, no. They, no, this, no. this song was Which the inspiration. Which is how they end the song. Yeah, this was the inspiration for the Destiny's Child song of the same name. This is the remix. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, fun nugget. This did inspire a Michael Jackson song, Billie Jean. I learned that today, too. Thank goodness we both use the internet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently Michael Jackson uh, used this song as inspiration. He could go for that. He used it. And then he, uh, he spun it. You could argue he illegally went for that because, <laughs> I, as, as they tell it, he didn't, pay, he didn't pay for it. He didn't, like... You're right. He, he did just, tell them later. But what are you going to do if Michael Jackson's like, by the way, used your song and it's been great. And you're like, well, I should have a lot more money. In yes. <laughs> well, also, too, it's interesting. It's a parentheses. parentheses. I can't I still can't do that. I'm really angry at Michael Jackson. <laughs> I I also think that with that, what's interesting is like it's an interesting thing to find that out when your song was extremely popular and it was sampled by an even more popular song. Right. Like. It's not as if it's not as if like this was a B-side cut for them and a B-side cut for him that nobody really knows except for big fans of either artist. No, like right. these are mega songs. Like I didn't realize how big this song was, and obviously everybody knows how big Billie Jean was, but 
Right. To, but it's not – you also could listen to them back to back and have no idea that there was – because at a certain point, like, is in every baseline. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, That's fair. Yeah. I know. And I don't think they even knew that – it, that he used it, I think you'd be like, "Hey, wait a minute, that's my song. Where's my rights?" But I think you know, you're, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, you know, right. We should we don't know, and maybe they're suing Michael Jackson and whatever. <laughs> that's yeah. here nor there. I mean, the the thing is, so the song is is one, it's catchy. Two, the song is actually about you know not being managed by your managers, your agents, the mm-hmm. big labels. They're sort of like, I can't go for that. I'm gonna be my own person. And then, you know, it was obviously written, they produced it, they created the song. I think a lot of people can interpret what they can't do, parentheses, <laughs> no can do. No can do. And so like, maybe I interpret it like, mm, no can do on the cheese of a burger, right? Yeah. It depends on how you interpret the song, but they wrote it more to be like, nah, label, we gonna do our own thing. They were, yeah, the, uh, John, everyone knows that uh, Daryl Hall was is lactose intolerant. And so this song he was- He also wanted no cheese on He wanted burger. no cheese on his burger, so he said, no can do. Can't go for that, brother. Won't, can't, won't. He's the puff daddy of <laughs> the can't stop, won't stop. This is the original version of that as well, yeah. <laughs> I would be more curious to understand what types of interpretations people have for this song? Like, what is it that they can't do? And do, I don't know, people just start singing this song at any point in their lives and go, ooh, I'm gonna break into song. Maybe there's like five people in the world that decided to go, oh, uh, mom's making mac and cheese tonight. And then the kid breaks in a song, <laughs> I can't go for that, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, maybe, you know, someone decides, hey, let's go on a vacation and you see the bill and you're like, mm, I can't go for that. I'm not sure at what point the five people in this world from 1982 until now decided to utilize it. But the interpretations to me is very fascinating. Like, what I, I think you- it's, if I may interpret your interpretation, I think it's funny that two of the three guesses you gave had to do with cheese, specifically cheese. I can't, I say no. No can do <laughs> to cheese. Yeah. I'm allergic. Daryl Hall, Serena Morales, lactose intolerant. <laughs> Just the two of us. Yes. That's another episode. Yeah. Uh, my, so my take with this song in terms of interpret, interpreting the lyrics, which, by the way, I think there are maybe nine words in this whole song, right? Like, how many words would you say? It's just no can do. No can do. I can't go for that. That's another five. That Those are the nine words. And maybe there's like, a, I'll say there's no more than... 25 different words that are used in this song. And it just keeps looping them over. It does. Well, the song, by the way, no one speaks on this song until 57 seconds. Yes! Why did you wait that long to then read 10 words? I, hold on. So long. This is the opposite of like a Pusha T song that is like cut down to, like a Pusha T song is two minutes and 15 seconds and he starts and he doesn't take a breath until it's over, right? This is that, there's, even on the end of it, there's just no, no, no's for an- That's how it ends. For, for about a minute. And then a minute in the front of just a couple of chords. That's it. Yeah. That's so funny you noticed that because I had the exact same thought. I'm like, is this song ever going to get going? Like when, come on now, giddy up. Yeah, like, hello, what can't you go for? They don't really say, I mean, the the only lyric that really 
I was like, oh, this is a lyric that we can digest. You've got the body. Now you want my soul. Don't even think about it. How is that related to an agent, uh, like label? Like what were they asking them to do? Yeah, that's let's get, let's dive into that for just a hot second, okay? I did a little because again, you, you and I were born. When were you born? 86, 87, 85? Yeah, give it away. Give yeah, it away now. something. Well, I mean, <laughs> give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> now, give it away now. <laughs> um, the, the, this song obviously did. We were not conscious of the song when it came out. However. I am aware of it as you are, but I didn't know specifically what record it was from and what order their, chrono their chronology came out, right? Mm -hmm. So with that all said, this was their 10th album, okay? this They had had multiple gold albums before this. They had a platinum album before this. Wow. I don't under... I, what was the record label possibly saying to them that they said no to? They, right? I mean, they had complete carte blanche. There's no way that they were like, hey, by the way, um, if you don't mind... If you could just keep making music that sounds exactly the same, and they were like, "Nope, can't do it," and then they did it anyway. All their songs sound exactly the same. It wasn't like they. It wasn't like they wanted to make a rap record, and they and they and they were shut maybe down. Maybe that's maybe that's what happened. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's what it took. No, 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 can do. Not rapping. Turns out, like, turns out, Oates has has got bars. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm, uh, what are you possibly, I mean, this is a song for the devil. Oh, that's what you meant by that. Oh my <laughs> God. Okay, I have to just shed a little light here for, we had a little pre-show meeting. Okay, that's a little, for those of you not in the biz, a little pre-show. And Serena mentioned to me that she thought that this was sort of possibly could be, could be uh, interpreted as a devil worship song. And I honestly didn't get the joke. I was like, if that's what she thinks, that's what she thinks. Now hearing that lyric, wow, it yes. <laughs> Very well done. Now I know. I was thinking you're insane. We'll go with it. Fine. That's like, so really? good. You're going to go that hard to <laughs> like, think so good. Doable? No, it yes. really is. I mean, what in the world else? Like, did your record label decide, you know what? You need to have a sex tape. This is what's <laughs> going to happen tape. now. No, 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 no. <laughs> right? Like. I mean, it's that or mac and cheese. I really can't figure out if something is working for you. You've got a platinum album. You've got all these hits. All of a sudden, they ask, whatever that is, do us a favor and call us because we'd love to know. Yes. So, yeah. Put I mean, in and this, and you know, <laughs> they had already had bangers. I mean, this is, we're, we're living when this song came out in a post rich girl. Post kiss on my list, right. post you make my dreams come true world. All those happened. Yeah, this happened. is already out. Okay, this is you know you don't tell them what to do; they tell you what to do. Okay, maybe the record label was saying with some pressure from Oates's guy saying we want this to be a little Oates and Hall action. We don't really love Amazing. the whole Hall and Oates thing. We want to put our guy John. Is it John? It's John Oates, right? J John Oates. Yeah. yeah. John Hall. Hall. Daryl Hall and Daryl Hall and and Janotes. Yeah, it's supposed to be said that way. That's the record label decided to go Janotes and D Hall. Everybody knew that there was a big beef between the two of them. Of course, I mean we're not. One had the mustache, one didn't. I mean, that's another. They asked him to shave the mustache. Ooh, very good. You've got my soul. You can't have my upper lip. Maybe that's what it's about. I just, yeah. I mean, I mean I, I've been out with women who want me to shave, and I say, yeah, but I can't go for that. No, 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 no,
whole thing about the soul really get like, what were you signing that was like, oof, n- no, but. I mean, well, and again, yeah, to be fair though, you, I mean, you've heard of some of, some of these record contracts are right. pretty bad. But that being they, said, they just wanted to complain about it on album number 10. Like, <laughs> what? Right. And the, the fact, the best part of it as well, rap, the best part is, is that Michael Jackson was inspired by that song yes. and created a banger and a half to create one of the best songs that's ever been out. Oh yeah. And and it and you know, he was really owned by his own label. So it's just <laughs> so metaphorically like, oh. Yeah, no, there's the, there's an inception quality to this song. Yes. That while you're listening to it, you realize you it's very meta. You're listening to a song that's talking about being controlled by the label, which then continued to control the label, which was sampled by another artist in a song you also know, which also became... We're just doing this to make sure we're both still in sync in our connection. <laughs> but it's true, right? You can see it's very... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to say, got to give you your props here. wasn't sure where this one was going to go. Well, w- w- great choice on this song. Well, I'm glad you could go for that. <laughs> that's it. Another... That's what they said. Hollow Notes in the books. I can't go for that, but you can listen to more of our podcasts right here.